Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. This week we're going to be talking about the two episodes of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that dropped. Uh, and yeah, I think that's all we're going to really talk about. I don't think we really have any other subjects, although we did get a lot of stuff. Top Gun came out, Stranger Things first ep- and episodes came out. But I think we're just going to talk about Obi-Wan today. So, like I said, we got the first two episodes. I don't think there's really a point in doing no spoilers, so spoiler warning if you have not seen the show. We're just going to be all over the place talking about it, so there's your warning. If you have not seen it, we will be getting into spoilers. Uh, so... Disney has really set the bar low with all their other shows, but this one was pretty good. Probably the uh, probably the strongest start of any of the Disney Plus shows as far as the Marvel or Star Wars shows go. Like, yeah, that a lot of those did not start out so well. Uh, but this one actually pretty good. Not like amazing or the best thing you've ever seen, but compared to the other shows, pretty good. Compared to Book of Boba Fett, it is Citizen Kane. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Again, nothing that blows your socks off, but it's a good start. Now things could go bad though. There are a lot of ways things could go bad in this show because there are some characters that kind of suck. Uh, but yeah, overall pretty good. Ian, is there anything you wanted to get into before I start getting into this show? No, I think it sums it up. I mean, they're pretty. They're two pretty good episodes. But like you said, it's hard with Disney Plus. Uh, you're just like, oh, it's there's there's not much standard for for Disney Plus shows at this point. It just that you can almost always assume the first Disney Plus episode of whatever show it is is going to be boring, and this one is still kind of boring. But you have Obi Wan back, so kind of makes up for it. I thought the first episode was good. I didn't think it was boring. I was interested in seeing everything that was going on. I didn't think it was boring. Um... But I think the the highlight of probably the first episode was his interaction with the Jawa. That was I love that part so much. The Jawa like, is the only thing they haven't like messed up too much yet in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, until like until we until we get a whole backstory of the Jawas to where they're misunderstood. There's a whole reason they steal from people and sell <laughs> things because like you know we thought the Tusken Raiders were just these mindless savages that were horrible people, and it turns out they're the best people ever, and everyone else is on their territory, and they're just the best according to Book of Boba Fett. So I it's only a matter of time until we get something like that with the Jawas, where it's like, what the Jawas are blah blah blah, and they're great people. Yeah, that uh, yeah, the Jawas, the Jawas, hilarious. Uh, stealing his own stuff and selling it back to him and having no shame about it. Just uh, yeah, they're great. But yeah, I, I just yeah, it's hard to have faith in in them. Also, that Jedi getting murdered and them taking his stuff and selling it. <laughs> like like yeah, fresh stripped, corpse. And they're just like we, we got this Jedi stuff <laughs> and everything. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, the Jawas do not care. That part was great. Um, so. The elephant in the room with this show is the acting. There are some less than stellar actors in this show. The main one being uh, third sister. She is just... Some scenes she's okay, like, and that's her ceiling so far is okay. Some scenes she is horrible. The worst of it was when she was in the alley with one of the other Inquisitors and it was just, I was like, dear God, this is like some Natalie Portman prequel level acting. Like, that's what, like, except a uh, different type, because Natalie Portman was just wooden. This chick showing emotion, she's just, it's just horrible. Like, the, it's really bad. And then you have some other uh, acting that's not too great, like um, the bounty hunters that capture Leia, not too good. Um, the Jedi that dies, but he's not really in it much, not too good. He, he's bad. He, yeah. He's bad. Yeah, he's bad. But everyone else does a good job for the most part. It's just those, some people complain about Leia's, uh, child actress. I thought she did a good job for, like, just playing a little kid. I, like, wasn't, like, the best thing ever, but I thought she was fine. I thought she was, she was fine. I didn't really have any problems with the, the little girl playing her. I thought she did a good job acting. But, man, 
it <laughs> it's also funny because uh there was an article with an interview with the actress that plays um third sister i can't remember her actual name of the character like starts with an r raya Ray, something like that i can't remember but there was an article where where Disney was like, Star Wars fans are a bunch of racists, so they're not going to like you. And my interpretation of that was, Disney watched the show and are like, oh, she is awful. Fans are going to lampoon her acting like they did Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman in the prequels. We're just going to make her feel better and say they're racist. <laughs> That's what I think happened. Because it's an easier way to be like, hey, you're bad at acting or you did really bad in this show. Instead, you just go, the fans are a bunch of racists and that's why they're, you're going to get some hate. Because that's yeah, all, can, uh, yeah, I haven't I seen, yeah, go ahead. They can hide behind that uh, instead of just addressing the hard problem head on. Like she, she does okay in some parts, in other parts she's, uh, like, she tries too hard, stuff. and she doesn't come off as intimidating. I also think that's the directing they're giving her too, though. I think oh, they're probably. trying to tell her, be like, oh, be, be so tough and scary, and it's like, well, you're just not. You're trying yeah. way too hard to be tough and scary, yeah. and it's not scaring anyone. She even cuts a person's hand off at one point. And that's the thing. I, so I don't understand this. Dylan has more knowledge on Inquisitors than I do. Like in this show, like they're really big about like not having collateral damage, which I feel like at this point in the Empire they really wouldn't care about. So I don't, I don't. That's just weird to me. Like I don't, I don't feel like they would care if they went and just wiped a bunch of people off. Off, and I don't feel like they would care. But in this show, it seems like they, like they do. No, I think it's just they have a certain way of running things, and she's just going against that. That's all it is. She's just so, just supposed to be some, like, side Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor is supposed to be running things, and she's just doing whatever she wants. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's they care about these people. I think it's more about that. That's all it is, and that's why. But the, all the Inquisitors suck. It's just she's the one who gets the spotlight. Like, the Grand Inquisitor looks hella goofy because his head's huge. The other guy doesn't look like an alien. It literally just looks like someone with makeup on. Like, yeah. the Inquisitors look good. And I've always hated Inquisitors. The best they were ever done was in Fallen Order. But the from what I watched in Rebels, they sucked. In the comics, they suck. The Inquisitors just are stupid, and I wish they never would have been introduced in Star Wars. Or would have been done better somehow. Because, like, they kind of make sense to have Inquisitors, but they just, they're all, they always suck. I don't like Inquisitors. They're just not cool. Inquisitors are always dumb. And now, like, they're a big part of this well, show, it, and it's like... Uh... Isn't the whole point kind of though like the Inquisitors? You have to have that character because you can't have a bunch of Sith running around, so there's only two. Yes, right, like, but I'm whole... saying the execution of them has always been bad from the get go. Like in Rebels, they were stupid. In the comics, they're stupid. In Fallen Order, they're handled pretty well. I will say that in Fallen Order, the Inquisitors are handled pretty well. Um, but that's the only time I have actually been like, oh, I kind of like Inquisitors. They're kind of cool. And in this show, they're like a, they're just goofy. Like that, the, the Inquisitors are goofy. They're just not, like, cool at all. And I just, I really hated the fact that they chose um, Inquisitors that were in, that you know how they end. Because um, Third Sister, you don't know. She's an original character for the show. But the others, you know how they end. Like, when she stabs Grand Inquisitors, you're like, oh, she's gonna, he, yeah, they, Grand Inquisitors gonna be fine. Because we know how his story ends. Yeah. Well, I mean, now they're sealing in Star Wars, so it doesn't matter if you kill anybody. You can bring anybody back. It doesn't, literally doesn't not matter. It's really stupid, but that's how it is now. None of it matters. Yep. But uh, uh, I'm trying to think what else happens in the first episode. I, I did not like the fact that she knows Anakin is Vader. So that that's was really the second stupid. episode. Let's not jump ahead to that oh, too far. I thought, we were, kind of, I thought we were kind of doing well, them together. We are kind of all over the place. But I'm, try I'm trying to think, like, think about what else happens in the first episode before we, before we get Obi -Wan into the Anakin and stuff. Owen talk and Owen gets mad at him. Yeah, I that, bit, that bit's really good. And also the two best actors in the show interacting yeah. is always fun to watch. So that was good. And then after that you have Third Sister like yelling at Owen like, 
anyone want to be responsible for this man's family dying? And it's like, you are just not intimidating <laughs> at yeah, all. She... <laughs> She's just screaming, and I'm like, man, I wish also, Uncle Owen would suplex her right now. I mean, they, the first the first opening of the show is the... Uh... Or six scene, and she's obviously one of the younglings that are in it, and so she has like an unhealthy obsession with Obi Wan, I guess, for him of fleeing the order, or who knows. Then why. we're gonna get or some gonna... backstory for why she doesn't like Obi Wan. We're gonna get some explanation, which is kind of stupid because I don't really care about her character. Um, this is the problem when you introduce uh, new characters with existing characters we already love. So we don't care about finding out about them if you write them bad, and this character so far is written bad. Um, yeah. So it's like, well, I don't care about seeing her. I'd rather see Vader and Obi-Wan. Because we get a, well, we get a glimpse of Vader at the end of episode, episode two. But as far as episode one, yeah, it's just mostly the Inquisitors. Like, the one guy walks around the cantina, like, being all high and mighty. Being like, oh, he, he gives a speech you hear in the trailer. The whole, Jedi's cannot help what they are. And then the Jedi reveals himself. And they, like, let him get away, even though they could have killed him. But they, I guess, want to interrogate him. Um, oh, then he finds Obi-Wan. And that's, that's probably the worst acting in the show, is when he talks to Obi-Wan. Yeah, he that did, guy. He, he did not do a good job. There. That guy did a terrible job of that scene. Like Ewan McGregor is doing great, and he is just—it's rough to watch. Um, and Obi Wan basically tells him to buzz off. He's like, "You're gonna get us all killed." Yeah, I like the world then, building in Episode One, like seeing where Obi Wan's at in his life right now, and him like you know getting the toy for Luke, him working at the meat packing plant like every day, stealing a little bit of meat for himself, uh, like just completely forgetting about the Jedi and be like, no, that's not me right now. My whole focus is just watching Luke and surviving. I like that. I like seeing that, like, where Obi-Wan's at currently. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I mean, Obi-Wan is a thief now. It's a great job. Uh, he has a camel he rides every day. Um, he's just kind of watching. He buys Luke presents and gives them to Luke. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an okay first episode. I mean, it's a good first episode. Not much happens. You just, like you said, you kind of see the the world Obi-Wan's in. Yeah, they're uh, just setting the precedent for like, where he's at. I don't remember when they introduced Leia to the story. I don't know if that's episode one or episode two. I don't it's remember episode, episode one. Is. is it? Yeah. Okay, well, we get introduced to young Leia, who just sure, yeah. knows everything, um, but can also evade bounty hunters because she's just so fast as a 10-year-old. Yeah, that, I talked about that in my review on YouTube, but it was, it was so stupid. Like, I like uh, young Leia. I thought they did a pretty good job besides two things. One being the chase scenes with her are really stupid. Oh, my goodness. She's a so 10-year-old bad. child. She's like, so bad. The bounty hunters will be able to get her, and it's silly how they have the bounty hunters not be able to get her. Like legit, oh no, a tree branch! Yeah, oh no, how do I get past this and all that stuff? And it's like really stupid. It's like why? Ever tried it? Had to catch like a ten-year-old? It's not would not be that hard. Especially I have not tried. I hope you haven't either. But <laughs> my if guess you're an experienced, is... if you're an experienced bounty hunter, this should not be hard at all. <laughs> like at all. Yeah, children also, are slow. Like when we first see bounty hunters, like when we like we probably see some, we see some of them probably on Tatooine episode four. But the first time you really like see bounty hunters is episode five on Vader's ship, or on the Star Destroyer, and they look all cool. These bounty hunters look like just run-of-the-mill goofballs. Yeah. They don't look cool. They don't sound cool. They don't look intimidating. And you're like, man, I guess I just didn't want to spend the budget on making them look cool. Like, how sick would it have been if this was Boba Fett that captured But her? also, though, maybe uh, the point is the fact that these are just random bounty hunters to where the Empire's not going to get random bounty hunters and, you know, Empire Strikes Back. They're like, we're getting the best of the best, and that's why they got, yeah. you know, Bosk and Boba and all that. It would have been better if this was a – oh, I can't do Boba because Boba's now a good guy, but this would have been great if this was Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, would have been much better for the show. But yeah, but we, we, we get a little bit of Leia on Alderaan. Uh, and I, I do like the characterization of Leia. I thought it feels like a young Leia. Uh, 
I thought yeah. she did a good job. It's just that chase scene, and then there's a thing chase later on rough. that's really stupid in episode two where she that chase scene out. is rough. But I don't think there's really much else to talk about for episode one. We can bounce back and forth though if there is, and let's let's go more into episode two. We go to the totally not Coruscant planet. Uh, Obi Wan leaves Tatooine, which I we already knew from the trailers and everything. He's going to leave Tatooine. I think that's dumb. I I I wish they wouldn't have ever had him leave Tatooine. Personally, I think it, like I I like the idea of his exile is you know he's on Tatooine the whole time. He doesn't go nowhere else. But he leaves yeah. because uh, Bail Organa personally comes to see him and was like, "Hey, dude, listen, they you know he, my daughter got taken. You're the only one I really trust. I can't send my guard or whatever. Go get her." The thing that doesn't make sense though is the fact that third sister was like, "Hey." Uh, I know Bail Organa and Obi-Wan are friends, so if I take his daughter, Obi-Wan will come out and get her. It's like, but she didn't think maybe Bail Organa would go visit Obi-Wan, because she yeah. could have just tracked Bail. And then that, like, cuts out the middleman, makes it so much easier. But I guess she's kind of a dumbass as well, so... Yeah, so then Obi-Wan gets convinced, and he decides to leave, and he goes, and we get to the totally not Coruscant planet, that is... Literally just looks like Coruscant, but whatever. Coruscant's a cool planet, <laughs> and that's something Disney Star Wars tends to do. Where like, hmm, what's a cool planet from the uh, the original trilogy or the prequels? Let's just take that and name it something different to have it sound yeah. original. Ooh. Oh man, look at this new planet that you've totally never seen before. It's almost like Great and Hoth. Oh, yeah. You know. So we go there, and um, we can see Obi Wan do a little bit of some of his detective work. I, I like seeing Obi-Wan like go around this planet stuff. It gave me a little bit of uh, Attack of the Clones vibes where he does his whole detective thing on Attack of the Clones, trying to figure out the clones and all that. So I like seeing that. Um, he runs into Camille Nanjiani, uh, who at first I didn't like his character, then by the end of the episode I really liked his character. Because in the beginning you see him and he's this con man who is pretending to be a Jedi and he'll help people for a certain amount of credits. And one thing that doesn't make sense, but I guess the Empire must have snuffed him out and been like, oh, he's not a Jedi, so they don't care. But it's, like, really weird to be pretend to be a Jedi at this point because the Jedi are being hunted and murdered, and everyone, like, knows about this guy. Yeah. So everyone it's like, yeah, so it's kind of weird. I, I guess the Empire must have just been like, ah, oh, he's just a con man, whatever, we don't care. And he's like, yeah. he's, like, too far beneath them, I guess, is the point there. But the reason I didn't like him at first, not because of his character, but because it seemed like he's just going to be a joke character, like a Disney, like, hey, here's comic relief, because, like, all of his lines are very comedic. And I was yes. like, oh, no, it's just uh, going gonna... to... His whole character is comedic, too, when you first see him. Like, he doesn't... There's, like, nothing... See. Even, like, when Obi-Wan confronts him, he's still being a comedian. Like, yeah. there's no... There's no, like, separate... There's no, like, breaking of his act. He's still just... Everything he's doing is funny. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no. But then by the end of the episode, when all these bounty hunters and everything are hunting Obi-Wan, he comes up and you think he's going to hunt Obi-Wan, but he decides to help him. And at that moment, you understand his character, and I think it's really cool because he's this guy who grew up during the prime of the Jedi, idolizing the Jedi, want, wanting to be a Jedi. You know, he definitely saw, like, the younglings and the uh, Padawans and stuff. It's like, oh, I wish I could be that, but never did. Probably knew about Obi-Wan because he's one of the greatest warriors in the Jedi, uh, uh, of the Jedi, and now he has an opportunity to help a real-life Jedi in, like, their most dire situation. I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Like, that's a unique character and perspective we haven't seen in Star Wars before. Like, something yeah. new and unique that's cool. And so him helping Obi-Wan and explaining, be like, yeah, I like... I like the Jedi, but I also like credits, so of course, you know. So it's like, oh, his whole thing makes sense. I was like, I like that. I legitimately really liked his character by the end of it. Like, when he was first introduced, it's like, oh, no. And then I was like, okay, I get this guy. I think that's pretty cool. And something new, because generally speaking, Disney either just rehashes everything that's already existed, or their new stuff is just is horrible. But this is something that was a new that was new that was good. So I, I, I like that. Um, 
But yeah, seeing Obi Wan. So inv- far, you like it so far. Yes, knows, yeah, so far. This show on. could be horrible by the end of it. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But we see Obi Wan do his whole detective thing and get a hold of Leia. He escapes. I like seeing all that. Yeah, again, it reminds me of Attack of Clones and kind of Clone Wars. Some of the stuff we saw Obi Wan doing Clone Wars. So that's cool. Um, I love how Leia is when she's with Obi Wan because it makes me think of what like a ten year old would be in that situation. Like it seems realistic where they just completely underestimate how serious the situation is and like what needs to be done. Like she's asking him a billion different questions be like jedis yeah. can make people float if you're a jedi make, make me float like make me float yeah that's exactly what like a little kid would be doing in that situation another thing that didn't make sense and was stupid was obi-wan knocks out a bounty hunter and then a wanted poster is displayed well you, guys, like, got, you gotta that? rewind because so they learn so the bounty hunter's like yeah obi-wan's here we got him and so the third sister comes to that planet and so does the grand inquisitor and the grand inquisitor is like haha i am shutting down your operation i am going to be the one that brings obi-wan in you're done so then the third sister puts out like an apb to every bounty hunter in the city that obi-wan's there find him and yeah. so every, like it comes up like on their little wristwatch that's yeah. like obi-wan's a jedi he's here and um Something else that doesn't make sense with all that is, like, it seems like Third Sister, like, this ain't her first rodeo, like, this ain't her first time being this subordinate, like, piece of garbage. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. Like, why why do they keep her around? It feels like she would have... She's just driven, Dylan. That's what they all said in the interview. She's just driven, and she wants to... You know, be the best. It feels like Grand Inquisitor or someone in the Empire would have, like, been like, yeah, we're killing you. Because you don't fit with us. like that's, the, that, that's my biggest fear, is that Vader meets her and, like, Vader likes her. Like, I do not want... I want Vader to hate this character. I do not want Vader to, like, third sister. Like, the... And he... In the comics, like, he hates all the Inquisitors. Like, he so finds them to her. just be, like, insolent trash. He does not like the Inquisitors. But anyways, um... What I'm saying with her is, like, the Empire's not the place for free spirits and driven rebellious individuals. <laughs> That's not who the Empire wants or needs. So her being that person is like, no, she no, she wouldn't make it this far. Unless this is her first time acting out, which judging by Grand Inquisitor's reaction and the other guy's reaction, this is not her first time acting out. No, yeah, he, he looks like he looks like he's kind of like, like not oh, this again. Yeah, so it like, does why do we why do we keep letting this person on these cases? Like, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really make or maybe she's another like offspring of the Emperor because you know, Ray is is like oh, a, yeah. the grandchild, so maybe he just banged that's a lot how, of people. It's a, like, ah, oh, another one of Palpatine's brats. <laughs> Damn it, Palpatine! Stop being so horny, keep, dude. Keep your keep your, keep it in your pants, bro. <laughs> or I mean, he could be like like they with Anakin, just creator with his mind. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's didn't happen, but I thought, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was what do you call it now? They put it, it in the Vader comic until it was alluded that that could possibly it, and then one of the dudes from like the Lucasfilm story group came out flat flat uh flat out said that was a lie, that, like it oh, didn't. Well. Like, that's not how it happened. Because it was, like, alluded to. It was, like, oh, maybe. It was, like, oh. And then a Lucasfilm dude was, like, no, we're not going to let you figure it out yourself. No. (laughs) Uh Uh, But, yeah, because he replied to, like, a tweet or something. Um, But, yeah, and then uh, Obi-Wan and Leia go around. Like I said, then he knocks out a guy, like, uppercuts him in Ganu style and tells him that, hey... You know, the, I mean, then the uh, the wanted poster of Obi Wan shows up and she freaks out and decides to leave, which is really dumb because this whole time yeah, people have been hunting really him stupid. and really trying stupid. to, and he knocks the guy out and she's like, oh, that's and, fine, but then and, she and sees the wanted poster, she's like, no. And it's like also like Leia's the one the other issue I have with Leia besides the chase scenes is that she seems to know like everything and and every like she has like she just knows everything. She's like too smart. What do you like, mean? How? So um. 
with the cousin. She like knew his weakness. She looks at Obi Wan. So she knows like, her cousin. Okay, but she looks at Obi Wan. She's like, "You say what did she say? What's her line? You think by saying nothing, you you hide something, but by saying nothing, you say everything." And then she sees the wanted poster, and she's like, "Oh, you." You, they're they're after me because they're after you, and then she just runs away into a place where she has no idea what she's doing. No, she uh, said something about like maybe you're the one that's like t- capturing me or something. She said something no, like that. No, yes, she said something like that when she sees so. that. Yes, she did. I'm gonna go watch it right now. I'm gonna go load it up. Um, uh, and then we have the funniest attempt at Obi Wan like whiffing a grab of all time. Yeah, and then we have another horrible chase where it's like no one can catch this ten year old girl for some reason. That makes zero sense. Uh, and then we have Obi-Wan chase around the roof. We get some horrible parkour. Just god-awful parkour. Not from Obi-Wan, but from Third Sister. It's like uh, when... Oh, it's really stupid. It's really it's, stupid parkour. It's like, it's like when necessary. Boba's sidekick in uh, Book of Bofet, when she did that parkour, and like that was... It reminded me of that, where it's like really slow and horrible looking. It's like, why... <laughs> Why are we filling up? It's like five minutes altogether of like her just parkouring, and it just felt so stupid. Uh, and then Obi Wan's chasing Leia on the roof, and um, he ends up getting like she's just running away from him, and you can see a mile away that oh she's gonna jump, fail, and he's gonna have to use the force because he hasn't been able to use the force. He's disconnecting himself from it, um, and he also fights a dinosaur. So yeah, there's a oh, dinosaur. Yeah, the raptor. <laughs> yeah, the, the raptor, raptor bounty hunter that <laughs> that uh, rip. Rest in peace to the Raptor bounty hunter. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, like they—they're also like they're also hella whiffing shots. Yeah, they're—they're they're, they they're whiffing hard. Both of them, they're on the roof and they're just shooting and there's just nothing happening. But then he eventually kills him, I think, uh, and he helps lay yeah, okay. out with the force. Here, here's what she says: "You lied. Uh, you lied. That's what. Uh, you, you did lie. That's why. That's what you're hiding. You're the reason I'm here." They took me to get to you. Uh, did my father even send you? Those are her exact words. So she, she figures everything out. No, she didn't because her father did send her, so she didn't figure that out. She's completely you know, wrong. How, how do I know you're not my real kidnapper? Yeah, that's um, what I said. How do you not know I'm – that's exactly what I said she said, that she he was the kidnapper. I told you. Yeah, but she also says they took me to get to you. Which is how does she know that? How does she figure that out? She obviously she... doesn't know because she says like five different theories right there. It's just – she she's spitballing. She's spitballing. And then she just runs away from Obi Wan, uh, which is really stupid. And then she jumps off a, a building. Yeah. Um, and they make Obi Wan use the Force to save her. Yeah. But then he. Yeah. And then he can't, he can't catch his ten-year-old running on rooftops. So Obi Wan can't catch her. It's she really shouldn't have like... even been able to get to the rooftop in the first place. It's really stupid. But we've already went over that. The chases are stupid with Leia. She. Very she's... very bad. If she's a ten-year-old girl, and it's not like it's not like Grandpa's trying to catch her. It's like a former Jedi and bounty hunters, like people that should be able to catch her. It makes no sense. Yes. But after that, after like he does catch her and help her with the Force, so she realizes he's he is a Jedi and tell is telling the truth. They go away. Um, they start escaping. Uh, but then third sister shows up and she's like, Oh, we won. Blah 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 blah. Anakin's alive. He's Vader. Blah 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 blah. And. <sighs> So I really like seeing Ewan McGregor's reaction to it. Like, he does such a good job acting in that scene of displaying how Obi-Wan feels. Like, all the information hitting him of Anakin still alive. That part is great. The part that's stupid is the fact that she knows that Anakin is Vader. Because if she did, especially because she's so out and about about it, you figure that... Again, why is this chick alive? The Empire would have had her executed so long ago. 
one of the cool things about Vader is no one no one really knows who he is or supposed to know. It's just this mystery Sith that has just appeared. And yeah, there can be like whispers that he's a former Jedi, but no one should know it's Anakin. Like it's really stupid that she knows and like yeah. tells she's so out and about she's so out and about. Like that could have been a, such a cool reveal if Obi Wan would have found that out like while fighting Vader or something, you know? Um, but instead, she gets the glory of telling him. And then she's like, Obi-Wan's hiding behind a box with his lights are ready to come out, and then good old Grand Inquisitor shows up, and he's like, ha-ha, yeah, I am make... going to catch Obi-Wan. I am going to use a force and move this box he's hiding behind. Yeah, and Grand Inquisitor, complete dumbass, and she stabs him. Uh, yeah. But, like, of course, we know we're going to get some stupid flashback scene where it's like, this is why she knows Anakin is Vader. Like, it turns out in the office when he knights Anakin as Lord Vader, there was just a youngling, like, hiding behind a couch or something. <laughs> but we're going to get something there where it, where we find out that why she knows. It's going to be some flashback. Um, so, yeah, but it's like... <sighs> I don't care about this character. It's called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Why are you spending so much time on this Inquisitor? Like, I did like these first two episodes. It's a solid first two episodes. Again, nothing, like, amazing, but good. Way better than most of, like, the the first two episodes of other Disney Star Wars shows uh, or Marvel shows. But it's like, if they keep going on this path of, like, splitting everything between Obi-Wan and this Inquisitor, it's like, I don't care about this Inquisitor. I don't care. Why you're luring me in with Obi Wan, a great character that I really like, and instead you're giving me this dumbass Inquisitor that I don't care about. And on top of on top of her being a bad character, the acting's bad as well. And it's like this is just horrible. What are you doing? I don't like. Who asked for this? No, no fan was like, yeah, man. Yeah. I really hope we get a show about Obi Wan, but it, no, it's actually about some Inquisitor that no one cares because about. Because they want to have a badass female. Uh, villain, and they're like, here you go, you're gonna get in the Obi-Wan series, and like... They could have made a badass female villain, but like, Trilla in Fallen Order is that. But no! Instead, you get this chick who sucks! Like, Trilla was cool as much as I hate her boss fight, that was annoying, (laughs) with her stupid animation that's hard to read, when she does her stupid wave thing, but (laughs) as a character, Trilla's cool. But this character sucks! Like... yeah. But she's gonna. She, this show's gonna be a lot about her. And like I said, I think they're gonna make Vader like her, which is what I'm scared of. Vader should not like her, but I think they're gonna like. She's gonna be like Vader's. I don't wanna say pet, but like that, where he's gonna be like impressed with her because she found Obi Wan. You know. Maybe we'll see. But yeah, that's what we see. Also, we see Vader opening his eyes and his back to tank. We get our our first look at Hayden Christensen as Vader, except it's just like his eyes, pretty much, and that's that's it. And then him and uh, Obi-Wan Leia get off, and that's, like, basically the end of the episode. So, I would give... We don't, see, we don't see Obi-Wan leave the planet, remember? We just see him sitting behind those boxes still. We don't see him leave the planet yet. He gets in the uh, Oh, you're the right, thing you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right, you're right. I, I, I told you, he gets in there with her, yeah. Um, he gets in there with her and they leave. Uh, so, uh, overall, I'd, I'd give each episode probably, like, a 7. I think they're both good. I think they're both yeah. pretty good. Um, it's just, like... There's so much potential to be good and so much potential to be horrible. Like there's potentials and yeah. uh, potential in both ways for this show. And I'm feeling like it's gonna go one way though. Unfortunately, Disney hasn't. I'm really uh, worried. Disney hasn't earned the uh, enough enough credits for what they have not. Show. They have no goodwill. There's no yeah. like, oh, I trust them with this. Freaking, I had trusted them with Book of Boba Fett because of the fact that Boba Fett's introduction episode Mando season two was good. 
and Rodriguez in the uh, Roberto Rodriguez, who like ran that whole series, who directed all of it, um, in the behind the scenes was so passionate about Boba Fett. I was like, yeah, he's gonna do a good Boba Fett show, and he, it was freaking horrible. <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't like Boba Fett being a good guy, having a heart of gold? That that part was stupid, but that is far from the main problem with that show. <laughs> Everything very, about that show was that's horrible. That's one very big problem with that. I don't care. They that part was stupid, but they still could have made both had a good guy and made the show good. But they didn't. The show is horrible in many other regards. As aside from that, that is just one of many problems. Uh, but Obi Wan, at least they got Obi Wan right in this show so yeah. far. And, I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, even George Lucas couldn't mess with oh, like, with how good Ewan McGregor is in Obi Wan. So, um. I mean, so, everything with Obi Wan felt like a, like a, like natural first character. There wasn't anything really out of place for Obi Wan, which was good. Like it felt, it still felt like it, he was Obi Wan, even if he uh, you know doesn't have the same faith in the Jedi as he once had, and he's sticking on Tatooine not because of Luke, but because it's his own selfish mission. And one thing I do have to say is, whenever Obi Wan fights an Inquisitor, I don't care how rusty he is, how many years it's been, the Inquisitors suck. He should destroy an Inquisitor. It should be like three on one that he's taking them on. It no, should be like that. that. If he's one v one Inquisitor, I don't care. It's been ten years. He's been out of it. I don't care. The Inquisitors suck. Like he should just decimate them. It should not be even close. Especially if you're going to say that he has a close fight with an Inquisitor and then he also fights Vader and survives. That doesn't add up. That does not make sense. I mean, Vader couldn't. Vader couldn't kill the one chicken fall in order. So. You know. That he threw her off, and that was just plot armor. It was stupid. But and then her using the force. That part was dumb. I hated that. I love Fallen Order. That part was dumb, where she like uses the force to block his lightsaber. That was yeah. uh, that was stupid. But he like throws her, and she survives, which is whatever. But Obi Wan should absolutely decimate it. Like an Inquisitor should not. It should have to be multiple, like at the same time. Um, I am happy we didn't see the Inquisitors use their helicopter lightsabers for flying. Oh, I thought. I thought we were going to see that when she's running on the rooftop. I thought for a minute we might get that. I thought we were like, oh, man, we might see it. I still can't believe they put that in Star Wars. That's, still That's the Dave Filoni, the genius that he is. That dude is so 50-50. Some things great. Some things you listen to him talk about Star Wars, and it's like, well, he really gets it. And then other things, is like, this guy is the biggest dumbass I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, you, know, you, know, that's, you know, that's one thing you don't have to worry about. The Ahsoka show will be all about Ahsoka. You don't have to worry about any other characters taking <laughs> the spotlight in that show. That show... If you could, if you could have any person, like you need someone to run the Obi Wan show that loves Obi Wan as much as Dave Filoni loves Ahsoka. True. Like, because there will be no spotlight taken from Ahsoka in her show. We just got a new show announced called Tales of the Jedi. That is going, I think it's called Tales of the Jedi, which is going to be like a new Disney Plus animated show that's going to be like about like different random things for like the Jedi yeah, or whatever. And there's yeah. going to be six episodes. Three of them are about Ahsoka. Yeah, maybe I'm not surprised. He Half really of the that. episodes are about Ahsoka. And she's getting her own TV show. Yep. So, like... Yep. Ahsoka's in Clone Wars every single season. In Rebels, she was in, uh... She was in Mando. She's getting her own show. She's gonna be Tales of the Jedi. Dave Filoni. Oh, my gosh, dude. Is she in Book of Boba Fett? Right? Yeah, she's in Book of Boba Fett also. I forgot, yeah. Yeah. She's going to be an Obi-Wan. You know she's going to be in at some point. Oh, yeah. I called that. I said that on Twitter forever ago. I made a tweet saying, like, when when she inevitably shows up for no reason at all, I'm going to cry. And, yep, you know it's going to happen. We're going to get a flashback because it's going to make people freak out because I'm like, oh, we're getting live. We're getting Ahsoka with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor on the big screen. We're going to get to see it. Not the big screen, but live action. We're going to get to see it. Everyone's going to freak out. It's funny because he had them. (laughs) They had, like, a... An uh, Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary panel at um, 
at Star Wars Celebration, and the person that was running the panel was the uh, voice actress for Ahsoka, and Hayden Christensen shows up to the panel, and she goes, like, how you doing, Sky Guy, which she would always, that's what Ahsoka calls Anakin in uh, Clone Wars, was Sky Guy, and that. Hayden Christensen, like, looks at her like, what the, what? <laughs> like, he has <laughs> no clue at all, but the fans are like, oh my god, yes! they're, like, freaking out. Hayden Christensen's like, why did she just call me Sky Guy? Like, he didn't, like, react at all to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this, the premise of Ahsoka is still the dumbest premise of all time. Oh, her character makes no sense and does not fit into Star Wars at all. And yeah, then, oh my goodness, season 7, her surviving Order 66 is one of the dumbest oh, looking things I've You can't hit me! She's on that, like, table, just getting shot from all sides. Yeah, Monday, who was on the Jedi Council, blocks, like, four lasers and then just gets toasted. And also, Ian, all those lasers are coming from the same direction. She had lasers coming from every direction! She is 360 spinning blocking everything and then when they do kill her uh a uh sword of in rebels they can't kill her dave filoni has to bring her back like time he literally invented time travel in star wars to save ahsoka filoni invented time travel in star wars to save ahsoka i want i want there whenever episode <sighs> 10 happens i want an evil Ray versus Ahsoka, because I want to know which plot armor is stronger. <laughs> I want to see them fight to the death and see which one Disney will let die, because those two characters, because Dave Filoni will not let go of this character. It's uh, and I don't know why the fans love her so much. I don't, I don't get it. Um, so annoying. She, I, I hate Ahsoka's character. I hate yeah. her, the premise of her character, and I hate her character. So, um, yeah. But yeah, the fact that. Um, I don't know how I got off this tangent, but I hate her. <laughs> well, she's going to be like half of everything Star Wars going forward, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so annoying. You think we'll see uh, Cal Kestis in the show? Possibly. It is, what's his name, Cameron Monaghan or something, however you pronounce yeah. his last name, is playing him. A, so. good, a-, a good actor. Yeah. I mean, so. that'd, be, that'd be a nice touch of a good actor in Obi-Wan. <laughs> and we just got the Fallen Order sequel. Uh, so, I'm excited for that. There's a lot of stuff in that trailer that I have no clue what any of that means. It takes place, it takes place, like, at the same time as Kenobi, five years after Fallen Order. So, I am excited to see how that is. Uh, I can't wait for the Fallen Order sequel. I really love Fallen Order. So, and that's coming out next year. That's gonna be cool. Um, we got Cassie and Andor, uh, trailer, and that's gonna be 12 episodes, which is finally, because every, every single, uh, so far, like, Disney Plus show has just been like, what if we took a movie and split it up into episodes? <laughs> well, you say that now, but what happens if it was going to be, like... 12, 15-minute episodes? Yeah, yeah, that was going like, to be, like, six-hour-long episodes. They just split to 12, 30-minute episodes. You can't tell me, like, Disney would totally do that. We just finished watching Stranger Things, which had, like, hour-and-a-half episodes. And now we're... Like, Disney's, like, 30... Like, 45 minutes is the max per episode. Disney got to make that money. Yeah, so we'll see how Cassie... I'm excited because Cassie and Andor was my favorite character in Rogue One. So I hope that show's good. I have no clue if it will be, but hey, Second at least... favorite character. You're, oh, behind Vader? Yep. Vader's... That was whatever. But, uh, so I hope that's good, but we're going to we're gonna see that later this year. We got Mando Season 3 announced for early next year. Who knows? Mando's always a mixed bag. I like Season 2, 
but there's still like some episodes of Mando where it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, there's some episodes that are really good. It's like, oh, this is great. It's like peak of what Star Wars is currently. And then there are other episodes where it's like, what the f- what? Why are there? Why is there like a frog with with its babies? And then there's a big spider chasing. What is going? And then the and then the Republic ships come save them because why? Because plot. It's so. like. Yeah, there's some weird things, but um, we got like a thing of uh, another one of Floney's creations, the uh, the Mandalorian chick that should be way older than she is on like the throne of Mandalore, and uh, we see that he's there, uh, freaking Mando himself. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I hope it's good. I think Mando see like I think Favreau and Filoni can do good when they're using like awesome. original characters, but when they bring in already created characters is when things get a little rough and who knows how it goes. They, th- also, they have a pretty good handle on Luke for the most uh, part, at least. Uh, imagine this. Imagine if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. So you go from the end of Mando Season 2 where he gives Grogu away and you're going to start Season 3 and he's going to have Grogu. And you're going to be like, Well, they're going to do one of those what? recaps. There's a, they're going to do a recap saying, at the beginning. I'm just yeah. saying, if you're one of those people, just skip the recap. Like, yeah. you're going to be like, what? What was even the point? You know? Like, yeah. like we have to have our cash cow back together. It'd be um, cool if we see Grogu wielding the dark saber. <laughs> like he just goes ham. He's like, "Luke won't give me a lightsaber. I don't need one." <laughs> just starts wielding the dark saber and rules Mandalore with an iron fist. <laughs> I'm excited though because you know since 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 the sequel trilogy, they just gone. They just don't care about limits to force powers anymore. And they just, oh yeah. And so I can't wait to see what Grogu does because Grogu could just be like the like sick Jedi during this time period, um, because of the fact that like he can he he can heal things. He could, I mean, he's gonna be able to do whatever he wants, you know. So, um, there's a lot of stupid stuff. I don't know. Star Wars is a mixed bag, Matt, right now. But hopefully, Obi Wan goes in the right direction. We got a Jude Law series announced, though, so that could be good. I hope it's good. It's gonna be from I think Favreau, Filoni, and also John Watts, the guy who directs the the Spider Man trilogy, the MCU Spider Man trilogy. All oh, the skeleton crew with Ahsoka. Yeah. So that, <laughs> so skeleton crew. I that could be interesting. I love Jude Law, and again, I think Favreau and Filoni can do good on original characters. It's just when Filoni starts throwing in all is all of his previous creations and like other Star Wars and using original trilogy characters like Boba is when things get out of hand. <laughs> but when it's like original characters, like the stuff they do with Mando himself is pretty good. Uh, it's just other things that are like, oof. so who knows? It's just, it is funny that like Disney made just the sequel trilogy. that's just absolutely horrible. They made solo, which no one wanted. And Kathleen Kennedy fired the original directors who then went and made, you know, spider verse, which is like one of the most unanimously loved movies and, <laughs> and fired the, those guys and like got other people to be in line with what she wanted. And then solo flopped. and was horrible. Uh, I mean, it's not a horrible movie. It's honestly like a five out of 10, but it's not good. And also made no money and cost so much money. Cause all the reshoots with, uh, with Ron Howard, uh, and she's like, oh, guess people just don't want movies. And so they're just doing Disney Plus stuff now. Because Mando, they got people that, as much as I don't really like some of the stuff with Mando, as much as, like, I think Mando overall is good. I like it. But there are some things that are dumb. You can tell Favreau and Filoni at least, like, like Star Wars. As much as they get yeah. some things wrong, you can tell they have some passion there. Unlike, say, Abrams or Ryan Johnson. Like, at least Favreau and Filoni, as much as I disagree with them, they uh, on some things they at least have some passion there so they made something that people actually enjoy so instead of being like maybe it's a talent behind it and what they're doing 
Kathleen Kennedy's like, oh, people just don't want these things. And yeah. It's like you're. Oh. Well, they're like, we don't. We learned that you can't recast a char- original characters. It's like, well, Ewan McGregor was recast as Obi Wan. People love it. Yeah. It, it's the uh, it's what you did with it, not not who's playing the character all the time. Yeah. But, and also, geez. as far as recasting Han, the fans told you not to do that. The reason, one yeah. of the reasons you could recast Obi-Wan was because he was ancient in the original trilogy. We hadn't seen a young Obi-Wan. Guess what? We had seen a young Han. We know what he looks like. We know how he acts. Like, we know young Han. So just doing another young Han is like, yeah, that's not him. He's like a foot shorter. He sounds different. He acts different. What? <laughs> yeah, that was really... <sighs> <laughs> So many problems. Uh, but so Kathleen Kennedy problems. will continue to learn the wrong lessons from everyone. Like and everyone, just ta- everyone just talks about how amazing she is, so we're gonna be stuck with her forever. Yeah, it's just forever. I mean, you know, go retire, Kathleen. You're old. Go retire. Let someone else take over. <laughs> no, she's gonna make sure all the good Star Wars stories get out, Dylan. She, uh, she knows nothing. It's hard, to, it's hard to watch her stuff, but you know, well, at least as, as long as she's in charge, we'll always get more Ahsoka. So that's not her. That's Filoni. It doesn't matter who's in charge, as long as Filoni has any say. It's Ahsoka. I guarantee you, Kathleen Kennedy don't care about Ahsoka. She don't care about any of these characters. It's just the fact that Filoni is like Ahsoka. That's Filoni, not Kathleen Kennedy. That's Filoni being like. I hate Ahsoka. This is my. I would, I would if I if I ever got to write a Star Wars story, I would nuke her in the first five minutes. Just yeah. nuke her character. She's probably still alive in the sequel trilogy, dude. Oh yeah, she she's yeah. I've... So you know we're we're getting that flashback because I'll be with her. But <sighs> okay, so as far as what's come from Star Wars Celebration so far, what I'm excited about, the Fallen Order sequel is top of my list for what I'm excited about, and Skeleton Crew because I really like Jude Law and him being in Star Wars could be cool. Um, other than that, I don't think there was anything I was really excited about from Star Wars Celebration. Was there anything you were excited about in Star Wars Celebration? Uh, not really. We didn't really see much, so nothing, nothing that I, I I have a hard time getting excited for any Star Wars things right now. So, you know, Kenobi has like, if Kenobi is like the thing where you're like cautiously optimistic, but you just like, it's not optimistic as in like, oh, I can't, like I'm excited for it. Said, oh, it's gonna go off the rails at some point. Just when you're just like you're just like you're, you're just waiting for it to just have the the bad thing that just keeps it going downhill and like that's where i'm at with it where it's like oh i'm i'm enjoying it so far but i just in the back of my not even in the back of my mind the front of my mind is like okay any second now they're gonna they're gonna do something really stupid and it's just gonna ruin ruin it for me so yeah. the other stuff I, don't, I mean i don't i don't care about the bad batch the fallen order games like a year away I'm so is surprised bad batch got season two because all i heard from everyone was it was not very good yeah, I did too. Um, um, I saw Scorch in the trailer for season two, and I was like, "No, don't ruin him further." <laughs> I, it's, um, the Andor show looks okay. Um, I like the my, trailer, but who knows? I like the trailer, go. but like my issue. This is a, another huge issue I have with Rebels, and Andor might be the same thing. Is you can't keep having the Rebels like win all the time. You can't. It doesn't feel like a rebellion then. Um, and I feel like that Andor's gonna be like that because if you ever listen to Kathleen Kennedy talk, she always talks about how their their shows and whatever need to have hope and it needs to be inspiring. It's like that's not what every story needs well, to I be. Well, when I heard him talk, when I heard uh, what's his name Diego Luna talk about Andor, he talks about how it's real dark and like everything kind of sucks. So Andor might be different. That's like I'm not saying it will be, but it might. When I heard him talk about, it, he talked about how like I won't trust ev- it. Until they, everything's kind of down in the gutter. I see it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they didn't show anything for Mando that come out next year. So not that I much to look forward to. I mean, I'll watch Andor, but we'll see how it is. Yeah, and so. yeah, Andor comes out like November, right, or something like that. 
I thought it was August, but maybe knows. it was August. I don't remember. But now we know why it took so long, because it's freaking uh, <laughs> because it's twelve episodes, unlike every other show. Because Andor goes announced a while ago, like yes. I think before Kenobi was announced. I feel like it was one of the first one. Well, like yeah, I thought it was like a very early one that was announced. It's just taking forever because of the pandemic and stuff. And it's twelve episodes, unlike the others. But and they don't have to animate lightsabers, so it should be easier. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this episode of Nerd Talk. We'll be covering the next episode of uh, Kenobi when that comes out, like, Tuesday night, I think. It comes out, like, midnight on Tuesday, I think. Um, so we'll watch that and then cover Nerd Talk. So I don't know. We'll probably have that post, like, Wednesday or Thursday, I'd imagine. Um, we're going to talk about Stranger Things? Maybe. Whenever that comes. Uh, nah. It's not time. I don't think anyone really cares to hear us talk about Top Gun, but we might do Stranger Things once the season ends. I don't really want to talk about it right now because we got to wait until like July. But I will say Top Gun is amazing. Go watch it. It's like my favorite movie of this yes. year. Top Gun's yes. really good. And Stranger Things is actually really good as well. The first episode's not the best, and then after that, after that picks up steam. Season two, episode two is amazing, and I was telling Dylan, let's watch Stranger Things. I loved, so we've got seven episodes so far. I love Stranger Things right now this season. And the quality and like, just like the storytelling is so far ahead of the Disney Plus shows right now, it's like, man. Oh yeah, the storytelling so much better. It's it's, the acting's great, the storytelling, the way they keep you intrigued. It it feels like a it feel and like the episode lengths are great too, but it feels like it's like a legit story, unlike a lot of the times where you're watching Disney Plus shows and man like Mando season one has eight episodes and four of them are filler, and it's like, what are we doing? Um, also, because so, it's like Disney, you have all the money in the world to hire the best talent. Like, what is going on? Yeah, and then you have parts <laughs> where you also like Disney have all the money in the world. Why does this car chase scene and the first episode of Moon Knight look like it was shot on a PS2? So, um, yeah, so I would definitely recommend go, you guys go watch the first episode, of seven episodes of Stranger Things. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, so. Stranger Things was really good. And Top Gun's really good. So. Top Gun's awesome. Yeah. So I think uh, I think that's about it, though. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you next week when we talk about the next episode of Kenobi. Goodbye, everyone. Peace.